Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Poems for People Who Hate Poetry. Today, I'm going to be talking more about some poems that Napoleon Hill really liked. And, you know, if you like the book Think and Grow Rich, I know a lot of the people that are in the community that I do some media for, the real estate professional community, there's a, there's a big enjoyment of this book, Think and Grow Rich. And that's good. And there's a lot of great quotes. There's some good ideas in here. And there are some poems. And if you ever wondered why Napoleon Hill put poems in a book about getting wealthy, I'm doing a series um, on that and the idea of what he's what he's going after. And in fact, there's a book out there, um, you know, poems Napoleon Hill loved. It's a, he was a big poetry lover. And there's a huge, you know, there's a reason why that happens. And in fact, when you study the lives of the uber successful, the people who, who reach the absolute pinnacle of whatever industry they want or th- that they're a part of, um, you know, whether it be Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or, you know, even Donald Trump, what you'll tend to find, you know, in real estate, what you'll tend to find is that they at least on some level enjoyed um, poetry and literature a little bit. Maybe they're not huge people that, you know, study it full, full time. Uh, of course, that's not their whole career, but they have some proclivity to it. So we're going to read a, um, actually, I decided to do two short poems that I hope will help you um, get an idea of this what it can, what poetry can do for you. So the idea that I wanted to talk about today with you briefly as we read these two things is what does success mean to you? I think it's, you know, one of the things I've discovered, discovered in talking with, you know, business owners, and I've been in sales my whole life, and, you know, marketers and people that just put their head to the ground, you know, head to the grindstone and just work, work, work. It's very noble and good but they tend to not think about success until it's too late. It's it's a tragic thing that you can go to a conference and this happens over and over and over again. You go to this conference, it's all millionaires, they're super successful and you know uh, Simon Sinek, the guy who wrote Start with Why and had that really popular TED Talk. He did he talks about this that he went to this, you know, millionaires conference. It's this huge people and he would ask on this, you know, he went on the stage and he asked how many of you have achieved your financial goals? And like almost everybody raised their hand. And then he asked like something like, how many of you feel happy? And like almost everybody lowered their hand. And that is such a common thing that there's this disconnect between the amount of money someone makes and they hit their, you know, they're 35, 45 years old, they hit their financial goals and they're unhappy. It's like, shouldn't you be happy if you hit that? So what that indicates is there's something more to happiness than just making money. Now, of course, you it's very hard to be happy when you're poor on the flip side. So at least if you're unhappy, you have money and you're not, you know, trying to figure out how to get your next paycheck. But the point is that happiness is complex. So, you know, and, and uh, Think and Grow Rich doesn't really talk about that. But I think one aspect of poetry is that it can help you see different sides of um, you know, of what happiness and success mean to you. So the poem that I chose by Emerson, which I'll read in a minute, is a poem that just gives you one idea about happiness. It's not the deepest concept about happiness. It's not, or, or success. It's the poem's called Success. And, you know, what is success is what we're trying to get at. But what is really good about poetry, especially, is that it can give you a really snap view 
of a, a concept, an emotion, an experience that you can forever hold in your mind and just conjure it up. You know, when you're trying to think about something like what is success, it can help you to have, you know, these 14 very short lines by Emerson. That's one idea of success. And another good thing about poetry is that you can see different views from different thinkers, different poets on the same idea, experience, emotion, event, whatever. And that can help you define the idea for yourself, which is a much more profound experience than just having someone else do it. Um, so before I read this, I want, I'm going to read this little, uh, let me read this real quick. It's by Stephen Crane. He was an American essayist and short story writer uh, from the early 1900s. And this is a very weird poem. I've read it a lot, and I don't know that I understand it. <laughs> it's weird. It really is. But I, I challenge you to think about it. So it's about success. And it's actually the poem that opens up one of my favorite, favorite um, books on uh, like self-development books that I've ever read. I've read a lot of self-development books. This one, it takes the cake in a lot of ways. And the reason I like it is um, uh, Richard Schell is a Wharton professor, and this is called Springboard Launching Your Personal Search for Success. And he's a, a Wharton professor, and he has one of the most popular um, classes for MBAs at Wharton uh, called the Success Class, where they go and do a survey of you know, how philosophers and religionists and all these people throughout all the ages of humanity from, you know, Homer's The Iliad, which I'm, by the way, rereading The Iliad again. This is a great book for anybody out there who wants to understand what life is about and why we're here and what, you know, and kind of define those terms for yourself. But the point is that he uh, has this very successful thing for MBA students, people who are going to business and they're only about business. And they're, these are people who are going to be at the top of the New York City skyscrapers, you know, just killing it in life. And these people are, you know, top bankers, you know, they're, they're top consultants, et cetera, et cetera. They're power players. And he's doing a, a survey about philosophy and success and what that is. But the first poem in this is, and it's not a book of poems, it's a book of stories and ideas, but the poem, there's one poem or a couple of poems. And this one is the first one. And it goes like this. A man saw a ball of gold in the sky. He climbed for it, and eventually he achieved it. It was clay. Now, this is the strange part. When the man went to the earth and looked again, lo, there was the ball of gold. Now, this is the strange part. It was a ball of gold. I, by the heavens, it was a ball of gold. So think about what is going on in this very short poem. And remember, we're talking about the context of success and finding success for yourself. So you look up in the sky, and we're taking this, it's obviously what's called a metaphor. It's not literally something that, although it can be, but it's, you know, it's like achieving a goal. So he has this goal, and he looks in the, in the sky, and there's a ball of gold in the sky. And he climbs for it, right? He works toward this goal. He's trying to achieve it. He, he you know, makes phone calls every day to, achieve, to uh, try to make sales, or he sits down and he writes every day trying to become a writer, or he goes to school and apprentices to try to become a, a plumber. I mean, it doesn't matter what he's trying to do in life. He has this goal. And the when you're trying to achieve, you want to be a doctor. You have to go through 14 frigging years 
before you ever see any re- of pain and misery and you know no sleep and no real deep relationships because you're you're sacrificing all that for the hope that at the end of that rainbow at the end of all those years of work you're going to have a ball of gold you're going to be making money you're going to be successful you're going to be happy you're going to have a beautiful life and a beautiful wife and a beautiful husband or whatever it is you know that's what you're expecting when you're putting in all this work right if you're in like you know I work with a lot of wholesalers and real estate people the hope is that you grind away today so that you can be rich in the future. But there's a flaw if you're not careful. So you see the ball of gold in the sky and you climb for it. And eventually you achieve it and then it feels like clay. It's nothing. You get all this money and it's not what you want. Now this is the strange part. When the man went to earth again and he looked up, there was the ball of gold. Now, this is the strange part. It was a ball of gold. I, by the heavens, it was a ball of gold. So, you know, I'm curious, what do you think that means? If you look up at a goal, at an idea that you're going to achieve down the line in a year, in five years, in 14 years as a doctor, and you're grinded, you're working, you're learning new things, and it's challenging, and it's kicking your freaking ass, and you're doing it over and over again, and you're fighting to get to that ball of gold, and then you get there, and it's clay. And so you climb back down, you look back up, and it's a ball of gold. And then as the poet points out, well, it was a ball of gold. So what was the ball of gold? That's the key ingredient that I think a lot of people miss. Is And, and I can tell you my ideas. I'll, I'll do it in a minute uh, after we read this poem, Success by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Oops, this is black thing always coming up. Um, So in this book, Springboard, Launching Your Personal Search for Success, one of the reasons I really love this is because he does not define success for you. This is the mistake a lot of people make. Even if someone's very clear on what success is, it's so much more profound when you thoroughly understand it for yourself and you define what success looks like. So this book is integrated around two big questions. What is success? And how will I, or if you're the reader, how will you achieve it? And you know how to platform or how to p- plot that out. And that's a really important thing for you to do because, and and it goes into the the different frames of what success is, and how you can experience it. So there's the outer experience of success of getting wealth, you know, fame, uh, reputation, and then there's the inner feeling of feeling satisfied, enjoying happiness, you know, and then there's the idea of what is happiness is another thing, right? So it's very, you know, because happiness, is it just biting into an ice cream cone? And you feel satisfied and joyful and someone asks you, are you happy? Like, oh, I'm so happy. But is that really the same thing as when your child is born? Are you really putting biting into an ice cream? And, you know, so happiness is a complex uh, idea too. So here's what I recommend with this book, by the way, I really, really, really recommend you buy it and you read it like a human. So don't just listen to it. Listening is fine, but you're not getting as much out of it. I promise. You're not getting as much out of anything if you're only reading it. I, I listen to stuff, audiobooks all the time. You're not getting as much out of it if you're not reading it. One way to look at this is if um, you know, there's a reason why babies can learn to hear and then even communicate before they can learn to decipher, write and read. That is a different process. It's more complex. It's more difficult. You're taking black scratches. You know, these little things here that are these little, you know, scratches here that I'm highlighting. That's a black scratch. It means nothing. Your mind has to be trained to decipher that. 
That's why reading is more profound because it's a process you have to engage in versus when you're listening, you can be much more passive. But what's really great about this uh, book, Launching a Personal Search for Success, is the six lives exercise. So in fact, I'm going to show you guys this. You can go to grichardshell.com backslash book extra six. If you, if you just Google six lives exercise G Richard Shell, you'll come up to this and you can actually take the six lives exercise. And what you do is there's six different lives. lives. There's the, the life of a stonemason, a banker, a tennis pro, a wealthy investor, a teacher, a nonprofit executive. And it's not just like you're a banker. It's an actual life. So it's Jane Rooley has worked for, so you have to read the whole thing and think about it, you know, and because it, it includes, you know, certain financial successes or mediocrity and certain marital successes, certain successes in the community, certain failures in the, in those areas. So, so it's, it's a very complex thing. It's a whole life. It's not just you're a nonprofit executive or you're a stonemason or you're a, a tennis pro. There's more to it than that. And then what you have to do in ranking it is you actually figure out which one, you know, is number one for you, which is number two, which is number three. And you have to put it in a one, two, three, four, five, six order. And what that will do is it'll categorize. And then when you submit it, they'll give you all these answers for what it all means. And, um, you know, the, the point is that what that does is it will help you to understand your own actual desires and what success really means to you. Cause you have to really think about it, challenge, like really challenge yourself. So I highly, highly recommend Springboard. It's not your typical self-help, self-development book. Okay, so let's read this poem, as I promised. And um, that'll, that'll be it. It'll be good for this short uh, episode today. So Success by Ralph Waldo Emerson. To laugh often and love much. To win the respect of intelligent persons and the affection of children. To earn the approbation of honest critics and to endure the betrayal of false friends, to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to give of oneself, to leave the world a a little better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition, to have played and laughed with enthusiasm and sung with exaltation, to know that even one life has breathed easier because you have lived this is to have succeeded. This is to have succeeded. So do you agree with that? Is that to have succeeded? Do you think that if you lived by those edicts, you will have succeeded? Is that all there is to it? Is there anything else? You know, and, and can you even be more specific? What, what does it mean to appreciate beauty? How can you appreciate beauty? You know, um, should you endure the betrayal of false friends? So think about these poems and ask yourself, is this what success looks like to you? Take that six lives exercise, you know, try out some think and grow rich, whatever it is, read some poetry. Poetry does not have to be this complicated, horrible exercise that you could never understand what's going on. It can also be very enjoyable and it can sum up your feelings about a situation, about experience, about an idea. So thank you. And I'll see you next time for poems for people who hate poetry.